with something that was free. It's free. You don't have to have any special abilities. You don't have to add something to your already crazy-making schedule. And it would make you happier. It would make you less stressed. It would be, make you less materialistic and more spiritually aware and alive. You'd want some of that, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. Yes, you would. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Here it is. Say it with me. I need you to say, Ready? Don't miss out on Thanksgiving 24-7, 365. Yeah, I saw some of you going, 247,000. No, it's, it's 24-7, 365. Don't miss out on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Now, Colossians 3 is where we're going to be. We'll be hanging out there this morning. If you want to follow along, you can dial that in. Um, and we have a live event and, and all that good stuff. As, as I say Thanksgiving, kind of float that out there. I know some of you are thinking like holiday, day off, turkey, parades, football, eating, eating, carbs. Like every carb known to man with real butter and melted marshmallows and brown sugar. How twisted is that? Like eating until you can't breathe correctly. And then swearing that you're never going to eat again as you slip off into a food coma. And then several hours later, you rise from the couch to do what? Eat leftovers. That's right. That's right. Kevin James put it this way. He said, Thanksgiving, not a good day to be my pants. So that is not the kind of Thanksgiving that we're talking about. We are talking about being thankful to the mat, being thankful as often as you breathe and how that could change us. And it is possible and it is awesome. And um, it looks like a lot of people are getting into it. If you, if you spend any time on Facebook, there's this like gratitude challenge. Have you seen that? Where every day people have to post three things that they're thankful for, for a whole month. And, and they even have like the mini seven-day challenge for those people that don't have a lot to be thankful for. You know, you don't want to strain yourself. But, they, you know, no, that's good because, because it's all great. When, when, when whenever our hearts are turned to being grateful, to being thankful, that's a great thing. That's a great thing. It's like I brought um, something for you to look at. This is a visual aid because we're into lots of different styles of learning. Okay. Okay, so, so here, you see this ball, this crazy ball? This is your life, okay? And some of you can relate to it because you're crazy, right? Yeah, I say that in love, but you know, you know. Some of the wives are like pointing, right? <laughs> okay, so this is your life, and, and your world is the box, okay? You got your life in the box, and when we're the world, um, you see, when we're not thankful. We're not very joyful and we're sedentary. We just take things for granted. We take things for granted and we just sit there. But when our hearts get stirred with joy, when it, then we get alive, right? We start bouncing around off the ceiling. and That's what happens. So any form, you know, of thankfulness, that's a good thing because it enlivens our hearts. It wakes us up to things outside of ourselves. It makes us grateful. But here's what I wonder. I wonder if simply knowing about and listing things that you're thankful for is just maybe not 
stopping, it's just stopping short of the awesomeness of thanksgiving. And here's what I mean. Okay, we're going to kind of go back to fourth grade. Thank. The word thank is a transitive verb. It's a transitive verb. Transitive verbs need objects. They need objects. This is fourth grade. In fourth grade, we got an average age here of like 50 something. Fourth grade. Okay, so transitive verb, you're getting this free. You're welcome. Um, Transitive verbs need objects. And so we say, we don't say, I thank. We say, I thank you. I thank you. So we have something that we're thankful for. But whom are you thankful to? For all that stuff, right? Because a thanks without an object is like a Ben without a Jerry, is like a text without a phone number, is like a, a letter without an address, like a car without gas. It's not going anywhere. Where's your thanks going? Who's the two? Who's the object? The universe? Maybe we're, we're thanking our lucky stars. Well, they thanks to our lucky. Maybe you're thanking goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank heavens. What now? What's that? I mean, that's kind of vaguely spirit. Or maybe, maybe you thank God, but mostly on Fridays, right? TGIF. I mean, God gets a lot of props on Friday, right? What about TGI Monday? TGI Thursday. What if? What if? we could find the key to all that thanksgiving could be through the two. Here's what Paul, the Apostle Paul, would say. Here's his suggestion. We're going to pick it up at the end of verse 15 in chapter 3. Here's what he says. Here's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, and be thankful. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with, say with me, thankfulness in your hearts to God, to God. So Paul would say, it's all great. It's great to have a a list of things that you're thankful for, but you need someone to be thankful to. And that's to God. Verse 17, here we go. And whatever you do in word or deed, in every, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. Okay, there's a lot here. But let's look at how he starts. You see that? Just be thankful. Poof. Be thankful. What? Like thankfulness and thanksgiving is like a bottle of spray tan. Like I just go find it. I buy it. I spray it on. All of a sudden I'm orange like an Oompa Loompa. Right? As I get some thankfulness, I put it on. All of a sudden I'm thankful. Is that how it works? Is that how it works? Like Thanksgiving. I can just choose to be thankful. Yup. Yup. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. What Paul is saying here is that no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the circumstances, that you and I have a choice every minute of every day to be thankful. And whether you're a follower of Jesus Christ or not, this is just good life advice. This is just good solid advice for a better life. Be thankful. 
But you can really, can you really choose to be thankful? I, I know there's questions out there. Aren't there some people who are just prettier than others or buffer than others or richer than others or more successful who are just naturally more thankful? No, no, they're not. In fact, the more you have, the more prone you are to feel entitled to that, which makes you less thankful, not more thankful. In fact, I think if you go through your life and you go through your, the people that you know, I think the people that have the more challenges, be that physical or financial or emotional or social, tend to be more grateful, more grateful. I got a chance to spend um, part of this last week um, Thursday, I was over with Steve Stone. And, and many of you know him because he's a member of our Bethany family. And he can't come. He can't come and be here because he's too sick, right? So I know he's going to be listening to the podcast later today. So I want to kind of give him a shout out. Emphasis on shout, okay? Because you got to make it loud enough that we come here, right? So we're going to do like, we love you, Steve, on three, okay? And he will hear it. I want you to blow his hair back. Okay, okay. we love you, Steve, on three. Not like you did that Thanksgiving thing up there. Not like legit, okay? Ready? We love you, Steve. One, two, three. We love you, Steve! Hey, buddy, that was for you. That was for you. We love you. Well, here's the deal with Steve. Steve has been on both sides of this line, right? Growing up in Gunnison, big part of the community, very robust, active, strong, physical man, loves hunting, loves fishing, as a plumber, a builder. I mean, this is a guy who knows he's alive because his body is telling him. And now he has ALS. He has Lou Gehrig's disease. Now, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but it, it just erodes your muscles. So this very physical man is now very limited. And, and quite weak. And, and the week before, he had gone to Denver. Um, Deanne had, his wife had taken him there um, to get a feeding tube put in his stomach. Although his throat muscles are still strong enough where he can swallow. So he's still eating. But if, if, if God doesn't decide otherwise, there's coming a day when his lung capacity will get too shallow. Because the muscles that control the expansion and contraction of his lungs will give out. And, and when that happens, they can't put the tube in. So they do it now. And in this, I, I go and I sit and I'm, and I'm like, Steve, how do you feel? And the muscles in his mouth have to work harder to tell me I'm thankful for every day I get to spend with my family. With my family. He is thankful. But I don't feel thankful. I don't feel thankful. Right? Come here. Come here. I'm going to tell you a secret. Feelings? Why? Feelings lie. Don't be led by your feelings. Lead your feelings. 
right? If I was led by my feelings, half the time my feelings would lead me down this dark spiral of self-pity. The other half the time, they lead me down the ice cream aisle at City Market. Both very dark and very dangerous places. Do not follow your feelings. Your feelings lie. Be led by the truth and lead your feelings. What are you saying? If I don't feel thankful, I can be thankful and offer thanks, and then I will feel thankful. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Don't accept what your feelings are telling you when you know the truth is something entirely different. You know? And I was thinking this week, here we are, be thankful and all that. And I was driving to work, um, as I do in the morning, right? My long seven-minute commute. And I was, this, this particular morning, I was, this was Tuesday morning, I was not feeling particularly thankful. I was not even feeling particularly happy or particularly awake. But I had this thought that said, okay, Sunday, you're going to talk about being thankful 24-7, 365, and you're going to tell people that's a good idea. Don't you think you ought to be doing it? And I said to myself, that's a good idea, Tommy, because that's what I call myself when I talk to myself. And, and so I did. You know, I made the decision that as I'm driving to work, right, I come up Gold Basin Road, and I take a right on, on Highway 50. I go all the way to the Aspinall Wilson, so like the college entrance, right? So I'm going to do this. And I'm going to thank God for everything that I see. So I'm thanking God for aspen trees with their pretty leaves that I wanted to see all winter. And now they're here. And I'm thanking God for that. I'm thanking God for my hoopty mobile that has 120,000 miles and it's still going. And it smells like popcorn because I spilled popcorn at the gun smoke under my seat and it's still there. And I'm thanking God for gun smoke popcorn. I'm thanking God for my car. And I'm thanking God... Um, for the birds that are hanging out with their friends on the power line. They're kind of having a morning coffee clutch thing. I'm thanking them for that. I'm thanking, I'm driving along. There's a woman walking her baby in a stroller. And I'm thanking for, I thank God. Thank you, God, for moms loving babies and, and put them in strollers. And thank you that I live in a town where moms can walk with their babies in strollers and not worry about drive-bys and stuff like that. And then I come up to that fruit stand, that awesome fruit stand on Highway 50, and I'm thanking God for those very sweet white nectarines that they sell me. And I'm thanking God for the very sweet family that runs that. And then I come to Gene Taylor, and I'm thanking God for red and white awnings and sidewalk sales. And then I hit the barber and I'm thanking God for the barber. I thank God for Fast Eddie. I thank him for this little chippy haircut I just got. Even though it looks like he painted my scalp with glue, rolled me around in chocolate sprinkles. That's, I'm thanking God. For, and it just keeps going. It just keeps going. And by the time I get to work, I'm grinning like a fool. You know why? Because I got joy. I got joy I didn't have when I left the house. Because... I put my heart, I allow God to put my heart in the perspective of everything is something that I can offer thanks to God for. And, and you know, my circumstances didn't change a bit, but my heart changed. And when your heart changes and God allows it to be full of thanksgiving for everything to him, then you can walk through any circumstance and have peace. And, and even a, a measure of joy. 
And so, so that's what Paul is going to show us. He's going to show us how to, um, oh my, um, how, what this life of thankfulness looks like. Okay, starting off in, in 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Having a thankful heart to God will um, draw you into a thankful relationship with Jesus Christ through his word. And you guys know this. You have known this since you were the ones running upstairs to Children's Church. Sing it with me if you know it. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. God's words convince you that you are loved. It draws you into a loving thankfulness to God. How else? What else? It tells you of the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace The good news of grace is not that God loves good people. It's that God loves bad people like me, like you. It is not the story of good people working their way up to God. It is the story of God reaching down to rebellious people like me, like you. That is reason to be thankful. Tulian Trevigian wrote this. I loved it. The Bible is one long story of God meeting our rebellion with his rescue, our sin with his salvation, our guilt with his grace, our badness with his goodness. The overwhelming focus of the Bible is not the work of the redeemed, but the work of the redeemer, which means that the Bible is not first a recipe book for Christian living, but a revelation book of Jesus who is the answer to our unchristian living. And when we understand that, then the word not only fills us with love and, and, and grace, but, but thankfulness, thankfulness to God. And that's worth being thankful for. And Paul goes on in the middle of verse 16, and he says this, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. So it not just draws us into a thankful relationship with Jesus, but with each other, because as the word has spoken life into us, so we now know that we can speak life into each other and have others speak life into us. And that's what happens. And that's what happens in life groups. If you do not have someone speaking life into you and asking you to speak life into them, as you are all both spoken into by the word of God and the spirit of God, choose a life group. That's where it happens. So, so Paul continues in, in 316, um, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Being thankful draws you into a, a thankful relationship with Jesus, a, a lavish speaking life relationship with each other. It puts a song in your heart. It puts a song in your heart. And sometimes it helps to have a song in your ear. It does. It, it helps. So um, if you have, this is what I would suggest. This is what I do. Uh, put together a playlist. For you older folks, that's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. Okay? You, now you, you feel all connected. Okay. Put a playlist together of those praise songs that no matter where you are, what you're doing, they just make your heart grateful. And, and, and play it again and again until it plays itself. We don't have anything around it. You're just walking around with a song in your heart because thankfulness should put a song in our heart and a quick in our step and just a joy, a joy. Oh, yes. Now, Paul goes on in 317. Some of you are sighing because you know we only read through 17, so he's only going there. It can't be. No. Oh, there's more. Okay. And whatever you do, whatever you do, 
Whether you go to work or you come to church or you preach long or you, or you play with your kids or you, or you climb a mountain, whatever you do, you go shopping, word, deed, everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him in everything. That pretty much covers everything, right? Everything, do it. Thanks to God. But I don't have much to be thankful for. I don't have much to be thankful for. Hey, I have felt that way. I I get that. But here's what I found. Here's what I found. If you start with just tiny things, things that might seem insignificant, just say, God, I thank you for this. It'll lead to something else. I, I thank you for that. Kim Wojcik is here, and she wasn't supposed to. Kim, God, God, I thank you. I get to see this girl before she comes back to school. I I, I thank you. I thank you for Robbie and Elise. I thank you. I thank you for Wami. I thank you for John. Thank you. Now, after, just anything, you're going to find that you have more and more to be thankful for. You just got to start. Just start especially when you don't feel thankful. Now, I love this quote. I love this quote. And I need you to listen to it from W.J. Cameron. No relationship to Kirk. Just put that up there if you could. W.J. Cameron writes this. It is literally true. Uh, It is literally true, as the thankless say, that they have nothing to be thankful for. He who sits by the fire, thankless for the fire, is just as if, he had no fire. Nothing is possessed save in appreciation of which thankfulness is the indispensable ingredient. But a thankful heart has a continual feast. A continual feast. If you're not thankful for what you've been given, it's really doubtful that you'll be thankful no matter how much you get. Why? Because thankfulness is not a condition of our assets or our circumstances. It's a condition of our heart. So we can decide whether we have little or much to be thankful. Or another way of thinking this is, I could thank myself. I got most of what I got because of me. I'm going to thank myself. If that's how you feel, you have some celebrity company. Take a look at this. Or not. All right. Lord, would you like to say grace? Dear God, we pay for all this stuff ourselves, so thanks for nothing. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, some of you are afraid to laugh at that in church. Don't be. Because the reason that's funny is because we've all thought it. But Bart says it, right? I got it all myself, so why should I thank you? That's a good question, actually. It's a good question. Psalm 24.1 is the answer, or one of the answers. Here it is. Psalm 24.1 is the earth, as in the earth, is the Lord's, belongs to the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and all who dwell therein. It all belongs to God. Everything in your life belongs to God. Everything that you like is a loner, is a loner. It's like your friend's chainsaw that you borrowed two years ago. You haven't replaced, you haven't returned. It's in your garage, but it does not belong to you. It belongs to somebody else. Your truck, guess what? 
The title may say yours, but it belongs to God. Your kids, they're God's. Your abilities, God's, right? Those sweet, new, hot, skinny jeans I bought for me, they're God's. Don't picture that. They don't exist. 50-inch flat screen, HD, 3D. Got the game system hooked up. Guess what? It's God's. Everything you and I have is a loner. And anything good that happens to come into your orbit, that it is not randomness. It is not a good purchase. Here's what it is. James, the brother of Jesus, wrote this. Here's what he says. Every good gift, every perfect gift, everything good in your life, is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. Check the return address on every good thing in your life. It is God's. It is God's. So, so thanking God is, is a great thing. Let's say, let's say somebody sends you a check. Somebody sends you a check. $10,000. You did not expect that. Now, I don't care how much money you have or how little money. $10,000 is a sweet day. It is. And you look at this and you are so happy that you look at the check and you see an address under the bank name. So you go to that bank and you walk in and you say, thank you. Thank you for this check. But to the person whose name is on the bottom or the return address on the envelope that sent it to you, you don't say anything. If you're the person who sent that check, how are you feeling? Hurt? Ignored? Unappreciated? This is God. This is God for all the stuff that we think that we have given ourselves. But the only checks I get are my paychecks, and that's my work, and that's me. I did that. And God's signature is not on that check. My boss's signature is on that check. He thinks he's God, but he's not. What do you do about that? Deuteronomy 8, 18. You shall remember the Lord your God, as in not forget him. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Oops. My paycheck? It's all his. Just know where it comes from. Yeah, I am thankful for that. I get it. Are you thankful to God for that? That's what we're asking. That's what we're calling out to. That's the, and summing it all up, I want you to look at 1 Thessalonians 5.18. This is beautiful because it all just sums it up. Give thanks in all circumstances, which would cover whatever you dragged in here. Whatever you're going through, if you can find the spirit to give thanks to God, maybe it's just for a struggle that's going to lead you to trust him more. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And, and actually, in the Greek, this word you means you. You. For everybody who's like aching, what's God's will for my life? What's God's will for my life? Where do I go? Not bad questions. I'm just making fun of you right now. Um, this is it. 
Be thankful. Be joyful. Be grateful. Because if you do that, if you, if you see everything you see, start thanking me for it. You start welling up in this thing. I'm going to open your eyes to things you can't see. You want to find my will? When I tell you this plainly, just do this. Because here's what it is. This is as much about you finding the joy that God created you to crave as it is in him getting the glory and the credit that he deserves. Because when we give him the credit and the glory he deserves, he just flows that through us, right? And you get joy. You want to know the will of God? Start being thankful where you are for whatever you got, whatever you... Imagine, what's that going to be like? What would it be like if you and I, if you and I didn't go anywhere different, didn't do anything different, we just decided to think differently, that everything we saw, every person we saw, everything we encountered, we're just going to... Just a simple prayer, whether it's out loud or silently, this weekend, and maybe forever, if you, if you really get into this, that I'm just going to see it, and then I'm going to thank God for it, whether it's out loud or in my heart, and I'm going to do that. What is this going to be? What is this going to be? Look, it would look like... God, I thank you that the sun came up again. God, I thank you for my bed. I thank you that I have enough covers. I thank you that I had a pillow. You said you didn't have a place to lay your head. You treat me better than you treat you. God, thank you. Thank you for hot coffee. I know coffee is here to tell us how much you love us. Thank you for coffee. Thank you for coffee. Thank you for the people I, I share my house with. It's my family. It's my friends. It's my kids. It's, it's, it's some person I can't stand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for a hot shower. You know, in some parts of the world, they don't have water. I, I, I can waste water. I got, I got so much water, and I can decide what temperature it is. Thank you for that. Thank you for soap that smells like coconuts. Thank you. Thank you for hair product that I overpay for. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that I'm washing my body because it, and it just reminds me that you've washed my soul and I'm clean before you. Thank you. Thank you for pleasant. Thank you that I can choose what clothes I'm going to wear today because there's not just one pants, not just one shirt. And, and that's so much more. Thank you for anything you fill my stomach with. Thank you. Thank you for the challenges. Thank you for the trees. Thank you for the animals. Thank you. Thank you for the amazing postcard that you have plopped me down in here. You're, I'm living in your artistry. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hey, you know, you and I all the time, we like drive somewhere and we're all, cut me off, cut me off. You're driving in a postcard. Cut me off. You're driving by things that people pay lots of money to see for two weekends out of the year. You live in it. But you get like this, right? When you and I are just taking things for granted. And this box is our world. But when we see all that God is, when we see all that God has given, we decide to live, live outside the box, right? And this little thing, this little gyration, when we had things that we would be thankful for, but nobody thankful to, you go crazy. Look. You start bouncing off, except there is no ceiling. It just keeps going. That's called glorifying God. 
when your praise just keeps coming up and your thanksgiving just keeps coming up and then he shows you more and more of himself and, and you know what you are and you got all this, that just makes you more thankful. You can walk in this. I can walk in this. Just take the next step. Just take the next step and be thankful. Be thankful. And we're going we're gonna to wind up. We are going to wind up. If we did that, we would find levels of the awareness of God all over the place. Because as we're thankful for all of these things, and we, we offer this thanks up to God, we start seeing God around every corner doing things that we didn't even know he was doing. Walking with us in ways that we didn't know he was walking. Guiding us in ways that we, didn't, we weren't even smart enough to ask for. Some of you need to thank because you know you've been taking a lot for granted, right? Some of you need to thank by faith. Thank by faith. That means you start with the small and the insignificant. And you just know that's your daddy your God, your Father, your brother Jesus, the Holy Spirit. They are worthy of thanks. And if you think you have nothing to be thankful for, then we have a meal. We have, you think, you know, in my house, we knew how to do Thanksgiving. You know, we would make the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows and put them in the oven and get them all toasted. And we come out. And we just skim off that, right? That top part. And we put more marshmallows on it. Bake them again. We do that five times. <laughs> I don't know what Thanksgiving is like at your house. But none of us have ever spread a Thanksgiving table like this. Because even when the circumstances of our lives. Don't seem to spark the need or the desire to be thankful to God. You have this. When the circumstances of your life aren't playing out the way you'd like, your life is not your circumstances. Your life is the Christ who came for you and went to the cross for you. And broke for you. And bled for you. Always go back to the cross in your life. Always go back. Why? Because that is the love. That is the victory. That is the power. And the resurrection. That's all, that's all part of the gospel. You and I feel like people aren't treating us well. So we don't have much to be thankful for. God let history, the universe, you and me treat him poorest of the poor so that in him he could treat us as sons and daughters. My, my friends, it does not get any better than that. And some people will drive themselves to distraction trying to find something that does. 
we haven't even scratched the surface of all that God has done, is doing, and will do because of who he is. And so we go back to the cross. So we have these symbols of bread and, and juice, Jesus' body broken and his bloodshed. Come on up. And I would invite you to just take some time in your heart, whatever God might have spoken into you, right, about where your heart is. And all of us can be more thankful. We can be as thankful as we breathe, right? If, if you decide you, you're not into following Jesus Christ, I get that. Being thankful is a good choice. It just won't get you. It won't get you to the source. And that's the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot. So um, come clean before God. If you belong to Jesus, if you surrendered your life to him, this meal is for you. It does not matter that you don't belong to this church or you have another denomination or you have this. If you belong to Jesus, we belong to each other. This is your meal. You come. But don't please consume the symbol without consuming the truth of God, without receiving Christ and his sacrifice first. If you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, don't. Don't eat the meal that says you have. Come talk to one of us or pray with us. And then, and then there'll be time for the symbol. Okay? You need to do the real thing first. Okay, take your time. Come up as friends, as families. And um, praise him.